Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you come for your rambling, geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I am delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It is our residency monster hunter of the pod, DL. Are you delighted? I am delighted. Today, there's something about this feels forced, <laughs> hey, Thomas. Hey, we're not going to go down that path I this know, early in the podcast. I don't know if you're delighted. I'm not. I am delighted to be here with you. Consider me not. Okay. Yeah. You, don't want, you don't want me to be delighted to be here with you. Is that what you're trying to no, say? I'm, I'm happy to, for you to be delighted. I'm just, I don't want to be lied to. Look, the rest of my life is on to. fire right now. Okay. This is the best part of it, DL. And this is what I enjoy doing. All right. All What's right. happening? How are you, mate? I'm good, man. I'm uh, hanging out. doing. Do I, I had some good stuff this week. It's watched some some good television. Talk to me about you. I don't saw want to hear about that good, yet. Come on, man. Saw some good news pieces. What did I do? Dude, what if it's only been, it's only been like four days. What have I, I know. Yeah. I mean, I like literally <laughs> what I've done, I've stretched a couple times. I skipped gym twice. <laughs> I uh, was in Excel all week for work. Oh, you which Excel. Is not, which is not. Well, I didn't do you ex- Excel in your I job? I didn't Excel. It was the A. <laughs> It was the E, not an A. <laughs> but yeah, it's so it's not not too much has happened. It's all right. Booked a flight to go see the fam, which is exciting. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Back in back in the old US of A. Across Los, the pond. So you heading Angeles. back across the pond? Well, across goes both ways. <laughs> yeah, like bisexuals. Mm, yeah, so I'm, it's been a calm but good meet. Oh, actually, to be fair. It's Halloween coming up, baby. Are you, you excited for the scariest time of the year? <laughs> no, it always sneak, it always sneaks up on me, man. I it never, does. I'm always like, Just I like really need a psycho killer. <laughs> yes. Well, well said. Oh man, I was in. I, we've got a Halloween party coming psycho up in work killer. this week, and I honestly was in there looking at some of the names for the costumes, right? And you know when they're all, they're, they're always like, uh, so here's, here's a great one. Let me, so uh, M- Michael Myers Halloween outfit because it can't be like guess. royalties. Exactly. Yeah. Guess the name. Uh, I just told you it's. John Michael's Halloween outfit. <laughs> Adult psycho killer costume. It's great. Fantastic. Psycho killer. There was one which was uh, Where's Waldo? Where's Wally in the UK? Guess uh, what that was called? Where's Will? No. Adult red and white striped man costume. <laughs> but that's <laughs> like, not even good. That's so lame. That's like Untitled uh, Marvel Project 4. Yeah. And the, the, the worst one I found was an, a genuine Superman outfit. Like, it is actually Superman's. And it was how called, is that not like i know how is that not franchise infringement or whatever it says, trademark adult super strong man <laughs> like, that's, that's better like that's better uh, adult super ripped dude yeah exactly yeah super jerked bro well I, I got an outfit and i was telling you before i'm going as a what if zombie captain america which nice. i feel ticks all the boxes for me at halloween it, it does and Pretty it's much. easy it's, it's so easy like you it's a good outfit <laughs> So goes both ways. Exactly. Well, before we get into it, guys, there'll be time codes in the description. Feel free to jump around. We'll first talk about our weeks, what we've been up to. We then usually talk a bit about the news, the things that have been happening. There's been some big there news has. this That's week. More news than I like. I naturally picked up a bunch of this. You sent me a bunch too. I always but do. like it's more than I would have ever naturally picked up. Usually, I think a lot so of it's getting week. a lot of press. Yeah, and then we will get into our main topic, which I'm genuinely pumped to talk about. A bit of a Halloween theme this week. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. But anyway, thank you once again to friend of the show, Mr. Matthew Bliss from Blissery.fm for editing this episode. Visit uh, info at Blissery.fm or Blissery.fm for more information. He's a legend. He's one of our friends of the show. He edits the pod. He's a podcast extraordinaire. He knows more about podcasting than I will ever (laughs) know. Uh, Go check out his podcast as well, The Dead Drop Pod. There will be more information about him after the show. DL. Yes. What have you been up to this week? Oh, God. You know what we've been doing. 
other than House House of the Dragon. Let's talk up top. Let's talk House of the Dragon. Are we going first? first? Okay, because go I was going to go, gonna go with hard. something very, very opposite. Oh, okay. Let's but go, it's okay. Let's go hard. Let's go hard. Dude, uh, how good? How good? The how season good, finale. Good. Yeah, it was good, man. See, so I mean, it's not the, the it's it's now off TV until off off streaming until twenty twenty five, I believe. Wait, really? Yeah. So it's not not coming out next year. Why did they do that? Hell, I don't know. They didn't. They didn't renew it until it came, it started. So maybe that was whatever. The more time they have, the better. Oh, big time. Yeah, um, I'm happy. I'm fine with that. I, Builds up the tension a little bit. I'm not fine with it, but I accept it. Yeah. Does that make sense? I'm. You know, there's plenty of things I'm not like super stoked about in my life, but I accept them. I'm not opposed to building up a little bit of anticipation in my life. No, Unlike no, Marvel properties, which no, they're coming out every 15 minutes. No, there's there's a middle ground. Tell me about the finale. What what gripped you? Like the irony, the tragic irony of it, or, of it all. Like uh-huh. you, you kind of knew what was coming. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm speaking for the everyone, but like, hey, and I don't know if you guys know, but we always spoil this. So if you yeah. don't want to know anything, I was going to dragon before I that's stop. A great time for a spoiler warning before I stop or before I start. Um, but I read the books, but I honestly did not remember. Okay, I do not remember them at all because I didn't finish it and. You know, it's kind of dry anyway. Oh my, so dry. But like, I you kind of knew where the where it was going with the the way it ended. Spoilers: mm-hmm. the the kid getting eaten by the other guy. I like, didn't see that coming. I thought he was really? going to get away. Really? Well, I mean, like, I mean, it was obvious because the dragon was like four times as no, big. No, but even even before that, when she was sending them, I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, he's toast. She's like sending him to the one. I thought the other. She's one. like she's sending him to the closest one, right? Yeah, so okay. It'll be easy for you, but I'm like, that means it's also the closest to the other guys. You don't think they've thought of this? He's gonna be waiting there. Chomp, chomp, yeah. chomp, chomp. chomp. <laughs> that's a new, that's a new chomp, phrase. chomp. <laughs> we're, we're moving on from latest gators. It's just chomp, chomp, uh, dude. He got chomp, chomped. Um, and I was gangster though. That was such. No, a- it was a really cool scene and. But it was cool how it was like it was like obvious that the Damon kind of wanted to do it, but also like wasn't really committed to it. He was kind of just trying to scare the kid. I don't think he wanted to. Yeah, he well he knew that anything he did outside of just scaring him was the act that started the war. Yes, and when it happened, he, he was to. like, "Oh shit, I just yeah. did that." He well, it's, it's very clear that he didn't want to actually kill him because he's like, "No, Vagar, like." Follow me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it's just lost control of his dragon. But it, but it's pretty cool because it also ties into like the fact that like it's almost like a great allegory to like nuclear war. It's like these are mm. things. These are the nuclear bombs of this world. Yeah, and you can't just control them. They take on a mind of their own of escalation. They're they like do. they define escalation. Like yeah, really do. It's so interesting, and it's interesting that this is going to be the point. This is what brings the war about. Oh yeah. Well, it's like the not even the straw. It's a, it's a, yeah. it's the chomp it that broke the camel's back. <laughs> I actually thought it was a lot of good character work in the episode. A lot of people yeah. were a bit down on it. I know I've got a couple of friends in in my actual really? real life who were a bit like, oh, it was a bit slow, you know, because it was it was a lot of the politics again, right? And I, I really liked that. Well, it was the other side of exactly. the episode before the, the, the other side of the coin. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Matt Smith going and getting the the new dragon. So Damon, oh, that was really cool. Damon yeah. and the head of that thing, massive. Oh bro. my days! Like so there was a really good shot before that where you saw his previous current. Dra- I don't know if you can have two Syraxes. whichever yeah. his dragon was at the time, and yeah. just head coming down next to him. But then you see in this one, and it's like, jaw. I mean, it's still. I think Vagar is still bigger, which is the one Damon has. But uh, oh, really? Yeah, because it's like the oldest dragon that exists. Really? Okay, because I thought Cause the it's, one, it's one. It's the one. One of the ones that came over with Aegon the Conqueror. Right. I didn't know that. That's so interesting. Your resident journalist. Yes. For 
Your resident, your resident Assault of Ice and Fire historian. Book nerd for the pod. Yeah. But it was good. It was good yeah. stuff, man. Like, I'm, it, it's set up the next season. Oh, how exciting, how cool is it to be like, when they're like, oh, the Starks and the, and the, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. Tullys and the... Baratheons. Uh, Baratheons. Uh, and it's like, yeah, you know these names. Get excited. They're yeah, exactly. coming next season. Like, <laughs> preview of next season, right? How, how... It will be cool to see, like, other Starks and, yeah. Did you like the Baratheon guy? I thought he was a bit pompous. I think, uh... I think it was I like like him as a character or like him as like I think it was well done. Just because, how he's portrayed. Yeah, I think it was well done. Because this is the way the Baratheon the Baratheons were like pretty close to the Targaryens throughout. Right. They like they've they are like they've married in and out of the Targaryens mm-hmm. and stuff, so they would be kind of high and mighty. And it kinda of like there's a little bit of him that kind of reminds you of Robert, but not on the nose, mm-hmm. I would say. Okay. Um, just like I didn't like him. I thought I thought Robert was a bit like gruff and like grounded, whereas this guy seemed a bit pompous to me, just a bit like arrogant. Yeah, S- pro- sitting in his big throne. Robert never liked being sat in the throne. He wanted, yeah, he I mean, wanted to be different. Out yeah, for sure, they're different. They're, they're different people, they're like diff- cut from different cloths. Yeah, they probably are. But I guess that's I, I like the way they portrayed it, though. Like whether or not you like the character. Interesting. He sided with the one who looked more like a Targaryen than than the uh, than the prince, shall we say, in in quotation marks, because. In in the original Game of Thrones series, Robert Baratheon would have done anything to kill that guy. Yeah, he would have been. He'd have got his hammer immediately. Well, that's kind of the irony of it because they used to be pretty close to the Targaryens. But uh, no, it's interesting for sure. He uh, like underwrites all the like how power is where you believe it is, right? Like, and and it's not just like, oh yeah, you're the you're you were named the throne. Like, no, actually, this uh, they have a way better offer. They they offered him. A wife? Who are you? Good. Yeah. What are you? And it's like this little kid's like, uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. It's, an, it's it. Well, look, it's what sad. It's sad that we're finishing. Uh, what game? House, House of Dragon talk for another year and a bit. Yeah, it is sad. Who knows where we'll be in a year and a half's time? We might even have some listeners. <laughs> I will. I will be watching House of the Dragon. Years. I will certainly be watching that, and maybe next time we'll do like a wrap up episode rather than talking about them every week. Oh, do you want to keep talking about them every week? I quite enjoyed it, actually. We'll see. We'll see. We got, we got a year and a half ex- to think about it. I get too excited. All right. Yeah. All right. What else have you been up to, buddy? I've only got a couple this week. Very, very in the same vein. Yes. Dairy Girls. Oh. <laughs> Same, same, but different. Yeah, yeah. Same, same, but different. Like, I see, I see. like they speak a language I can't understand. <laughs> <laughs> like high Irish shit. Yeah, thick, thick Irish <laughs> accent. Uh, yeah, it's really funny, man. I don't know anything about. Did you ever watch it? Can you? No, literally not a. Clue. It's a really frame f- it it's, for me. it's a pretty funny show. Like it's kind of like Sex Education, but not as intense. Okay, way funnier. Okay, and uh, it's just about like it's about like this town dairy set in Ireland, like. I think I don't mm-hmm. know when it's set, but there's obviously there's obviously a lot of like IRA and hate oh. hate stuff still going 90s. on between England and mm-hmm. yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like it probably is the 90s, and it's just a really really funny sitcom about this group of like Irish girls at like a nice Catholic school oh, yeah. run by nuns, <laughs> and they've got like one like one of the girls' cousins is this English kid who's like cousin like her he's basically his mom like abandoned him oh. with with the auntie. So he's an English lad with like a like a thick posh English yeah, accent yeah, okay. in a 
they they were worried he'd basically get beat up if he went to the all boys school, so they make <laughs> him go to the all girls school. Oh my! And God. so he's in the all girls school with these like really like I don't know just rowdy Irish girls, dairy and girls. It's yeah, <laughs> these dairy girls, and it's just really funny. Run man. credits. It's really it's really funny. Like, <laughs> okay, all right. I would I think you'll like it. Okay, all right. Is it? Dry? It must be super dry humor. Yes. Okay, all right. And it's got like a bunch of BBC style actors that you would know. I'm yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. I'll check it out. I've I've seen it. It keeps popping up on the three old seasons streamers. now, so you can oh, burn yeah. through. It. I'm trying to think of like what's a good comparison it's it's almost like it's like sex education i want to say brooklyn 99 but it's not that good okay. it's not it's not that it's different though like yeah. if it's dry like that dry humor, yeah no like, it's it's not like well that's dry sometimes too but not in the same different type yeah. of dry humor yeah okay all right that sounds interesting maybe i'll check that out I'll put i enjoyed it, it on one of my lists how about you give me one give me one i will give you my first one uh, which one do you want? Do you want the interesting one or the uninteresting one first? I, you know me. I love uninteresting shit. Okay, I'll give you the uninteresting one first on and save the good one for after. Yeah, just be quick about it, though. Well, first and foremost, the partner has never, ever seen or read the Harry Potter books, something that you found out last week. I did. And I managed to convince her to watch the first of the Harry Potter films this week. So we've actually talked about it very recently. Oh, maybe a year or so ago on, yeah. on, on the pod. We are doing a very long, drawn out. One of our anthologies. Uh, anthology. <laughs> I think we should do one on for Harry Christmas Potter. or something. <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. It has to do every year. Once a year uh, around August time, <laughs> I think, is what we do. But yeah, we watched that. And um, I'm going to be honest, you, you'll probably get this from the pod if you go back and listen to it. I don't love the early movies, like one and two. I feel like, you know, they, they are literally just kids and they're not particularly great actors at that point. And some of them do become good actors from there and some of them don't. But like, I, I do like, I, I do just love that world, you know? Like, it's so easy to fall back in. And I honestly, I used to have the audiobooks and I had like a, a cycle of like, I don't know, once every year or two i would just listen to the audiobooks all the way through just yeah now they're great. beginning to end because it's a great little i used to, to do end. that too but now i'm like fuck i really gotta read other stuff do there's other so stuff. much yeah, other yeah, stuff i want to do same okay but like too much stuff but like i'm basically waiting for like my kids for rewatching game of thrones it's a really and, good idea. and harry potter it's now. a really nice idea just so that I i'm waiting for your kids too yeah you, you do that <laughs> you, you just sit there i'll be like read to me daddy <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, what else you been up to? Give us another one. I finished Rick and Morty. Oh, uh, great! Whatever season we're on. Well, so. we're halfway through to whichever season, sixth season. Oh, they are they doing a slow release again? Well, they've Can they they've, fuck off with they've that. Take a break. Like, they're, doing, they're doing the old American style. They take a break and they're coming back in November, mid season break. I can. It'll be about two months by the time. I, I can handle that. Yes, I know it's fine. You, you sound like it's terrible. Uh, a year and a half. House of Dragons is much tougher. Did you see? Oh, we we talked about it last week. The episode where Jerry goes back to the Jerry Barry to try and kiss one of himself. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that was yes. very creepy. What was your highlight from the season so far? Uh, that's a hard one, man. Because honestly, they're all so heady. They kind of blend together they are for me. So heady. So this I'm season. trying to think of like which one. And oh. he's fixed the portal gun now. So that's the main. The main. Let me actually pull up. Pause. <laughs> Uh, Solar Ricks. Ah, which was that? It was when, like, it was basically one of the can. It takes off, like, right after when they are, like, trapped on a ship about to die. Ah, and it's, yeah. like, when, um... Beth saves the them. The Beth saves them, but then they're battling with Summer, and then Rick and Morty are still chasing the other... Other Rick, Rick because he's yeah. like if I if he if everybody got reset then that means he got reset go back to yeah. his world to find the you know the Rick he there's hates the, the there's most. the new canon there's a new thing we're all excited to follow yeah um so that that one was really good but she also closed the the rip didn't she so that means we're probably never going to see any more of the uh, patch Morty or yes whatever he's called eye patch yes that's Evil. true or like until they change that yeah, like, until they decide <laughs> until like, they find they a loophole just literally change that at any yeah. point. Night Family was pretty interesting yeah, and funny. Was that was a funny one. Very uh what what was that Jordan Peele movie he did? Uh Us? 
Was it us? Yes. Yes. To be fair, it was very, very... It's not... Yeah, it's us. It is us. It's yeah. very us. I was going to say that one... So or, was. The final Desmithination was also really good. Which with, one was that That's one? with the little, like, fortune cookies. Oh, that was like great. Like, all three of those are really good. That I was a really good decide. episode. I like that one a lot, actually. The the fact that because he had, he had like, an... Un- <laughs> it was just, like, so... It's so... D- he hadn't done his fortune. He had to... Uh, he couldn't die. I love that idea. That, and then, what's his name? Undoes it. And then, yeah, yes. immediately. So good. But the, the fortune that he was gonna, you know... Bang his have mom. Have sex with his mom was so weird. But it was, like, hilarious because it was Jerry. Yeah, yeah, no, of it course. I mean, like, do you remember I told you at the you're beginning... You're making like, it a yeah. thing, Dad. I was like... You're gonna you're gonna come to love Jerry a bit more. But I always, I yeah, this. I always did like Jerry, but it's just like sometimes like is annoying. But. He is a bit annoying. Look, I've got another one that I'm gonna f- throw in there for you, um, and I'm intrigued to know how much you know about this. So I bought this week the new uh, I'm not gonna say Batman game, but kind of Batman game, the Gotham Knights game, which is not in the Arkhamverse, so it's not like an Arkham Knight, it's not like an Arkham uh, City or any of those. It's a different thing, but made by the same developers. So go figure. Basically, you play as one of the Bat family. So uh, Bruce Wayne dies at the very beginning. You see him die, even though I still don't think he's going to be dead. Um, you play as either it's Robin, Nightwing, Red Hood or Batgirl. Those are your those mm. are your options. And I've played about two hours and I I am bored. Is it the same combat? Simply system? bored. Uh, it's somehow worse. But isn't the other one good? Yeah, yeah, the other ones are great. This one's just not good. You know what's interesting? It's it's kind of like a semi-open world in Gotham. And for a start, you don't get the ability to glide until you've done a bunch of grindy stuff. So you've got to wait for ages just to glide around the city. But it's just like a Spider-Man game clone, but way worse. That's not going to be good. It's not. It's boring as yeah. shit. I'm, I'm, I played two hours. I'll go back at some point. But I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. It's not fun. Yeah, I mean, don't you don't have to force these things. I don't know. Like, I feel like when you get a bit further in, maybe I, I want to know what happens in the game. The Did game... you feel that way about Spider Man? Oh, Spider Man was immediately. Amazing. So that's what I'm saying. There's too many good games it's to be wasting true. your time. It's very true. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm pretty strict on this rule. Okay, yeah. no, I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah. I might even take it back. Like it was like ninety <laughs> bucks. <laughs> can you? I want my money. Back. Can you get a refund? <laughs> I don't, I don't, know, if, I don't know if that works. Yeah, probably not. I'll see if I can get something else. Gail, Gail asked me that same question about the cat game because she played it so fast. Oh, she's she already it. done. So she's like, "Can I just get it? Take it back for a refund?" I'm like, I'm sure they would have thought of that. Probably. That's yeah, a good like question. that's surely just they... scratch it and be like, "Oh, it came uh, like this." Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's it for me this week. I, I've not had a lot of time. What about yourself? I I got two more for you. I the mm-hmm. Archer rewatch continues, and honestly, the last the last season, not this one that I that is out because I'm rewatching before the the new one. I forgot how good it was. It's a good season. It's, it's back to the old Archer. Um, and then the Watcher, which I was talking about. I think. Oh, Lasha. you did? Yeah. Big yeah. letdown. Don't watch it. Oh wow, really? Yeah. What's the? It's just kind of well, spoilers for the Watcher. That's it, got uh, Chloe Moretz. In it, right? Is that the kid, the go- the kid actor? from Kickass? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, don't get me wrong. The character building and all that's really, really fun. But then they like build this big mystery into something, and then like it's just an unsolved mystery. Oh wow, great! So it's kind of just like cool guys. Yeah, it's like well, like fair enough. The character work was good, but you know, you marketed this to me in a very, <laughs> very different way, <laughs> and I was like waiting uh, for the outcome. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I, I'd skip that. Um, so how many episodes? It's like it was nine. Ten. Oh, it's a long, long build, like right? How long? Yeah, forty-five. Maybe the an tenth hour. was supposed to be. That's, <laughs> that's, my, that's my point. I'm like, dude, if it was like you know six, sure, but like it was like yeah, I, that's... and there was a lot of filler. 
So, like, the last two episodes are kind of filler, and it's like, well, if we were just going to blubber about for two more episodes, just end it early, right? <laughs> blubber. Yeah. That's, if we're just going to chomp around. Chomp, yeah, if we're just going to chomp, chomp about. <laughs> anyway, so that's oh, me. Mate, that's such a shame. But I'm, there's a lot of news, though. Thank you for thank you for not letting me have to watch that, because I probably yeah. would have ended up doing so. But skip it. Can you tell my partner that? I'd, I'd love her to know that. Skip it. Skip it. Skip it. Skip the watcher. Okay, then. Let's talk a little bit about Have You Heard? Have You Heard? Uh, well, we talk a little bit about the news of the week. Things yes, that are yes, in yes. our spheres, things that Dre has actually seen for once. I usually see things. You do. I you just, always bring one piece of news I to the table. Most of the time have one. <laughs> <laughs> but this week, I believe you were telling me for the show, it might be the return of stupid news. It would do. Which I have a, we I have, a have couple. not done. Yeah, I have a couple. And, in a long time. And so we'll, we'll get to that. But like, or should, should we start it off with it? What do you think? Well, let's start off with it. My, uh, the way the way I wanted to is, I wanted to save that big juicy piece of DC news for the end because okay. we don't often get to talk about DC news that we're excited about. All right. Well, in that, two pieces. In juicy that case, DC to be news. honest, this is actually bigger than that because this has been. Oh my god! This has been a long time coming. <laughs> like we've been waiting for this. You know, like that person that wronged you, <laughs> like in second grade, and you always remember it. Like I don't know, you spitball to the face, very embarrassing, or I do pants, or, you, you know, whatever. You get the wedgie. You know, yeah, I don't head, know. Put your head in the toilet. I I don't know what it. Whatever it is for you, listeners. For me, what, I don't know what happens. One I of those things was freaking Bono just ended up on my iPod, <laughs> my iPod Mini. <laughs> In like mid 2000s, I was like, I was like, I did not buy this. I know I only have. Where did Bono come from? I only have so many iTunes gift cards. Why is there a YouTube album (laughs) on my on my iPod Mini? And Bono has finally apologized. I'm so so glad he did for for sliding into like what what's the word? Everyone's DMs. An unconsented slide (laughs) into my iPad, my my iPod. I can't believe I can't believe that he's yeah. That's a long time in the making. It is, and it's just shocking that he even acknowledged it. But I'm I'm stoked that he did. Good for PR for him. He must be like he must be. (laughs) That's one that must have gone wrong in his life. Wait wait for the bad thing to come out. Did you see the other bit of news that there was like a two year old like a, a a black hole that like. Two years oh ago, oh my god, yeah, ate a star, like, and then two years later, it just uh-huh. burped. Yeah, and it came back out. Yeah, well, whatever. There was like an energy pulse. What on earth? That's got to be inspiring the next generation of sci-fi writers. That's terrifying. Yeah, you know, Christopher Nolan's didn't literally think, thinking yeah, about how to make a movie <laughs> right now about it. But what I will say is, are we Did really Matthew McConaughey come back out as well? <laughs> <laughs> if it's his movie, yes, he just flies <laughs> yeah, out exactly, and he's in yeah. a room with all the strings. Um, <laughs> what I will say it's about a fugazi, that, it's a fagazi. <laughs> Fairy dust. Fairy dust. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Uh, are we really going to go with burped? That's where Why, what are you, we're saying you go it burped with? it out. Oh, that's what it said. I, mean, I know, but like... Belched? Is, 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 is us as humanity, this very, very deep scientific topic, we're going to be like, yeah, the, the, the fucking black hole burped. We can't explain it. So it burped. The, the only way we burped. Did, he just <laughs> fought it out. That would have been, you yeah, know, like, burped, you know? I draw the line at shit humor. So. <laughs> uh, I, I, to me, it's like surely they could have said like I don't know something else. Yeah, any literally anything else. Yeah, because it seems pretty scientific most of the time. Yeah. We don't talk about actually newsworthy things like this. <laughs> we talk about absolute nonsense. Like for example, at DL, did you see this week that there were two huge Marvel movie trailer drops? I saw. Are you talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy? First and foremost, we had yes. Guardians of the Galaxy. That was actually after. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania Which drops. looked better, actually. Well, between that and the the first looks we've had at the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailers, I'm psyched again. Yeah, no, these are these all three of these movies will be good. We had both of these shared yeah. uh, by friends of the show. A bunch of friends of the show. I'm going to call out friends of the show. Toby, Luke, and Bertie for this. Friend of the show, Toby, messaged and said, 
isn't it time Marvel just gave up already? <laughs> and I was like, dude, caught public opinion. I think it'll change pretty quickly. I, I do think that they've they've kind of thrown all their filler out there. I think so bit, too, and they're coming in swinging now. It looks. It, let's talk. Let's talk for two minutes about the Ant Man and the Wasp trailer. Then, what do you? Yeah, look, Kane thoughts? the Conqueror is in it, so that'll yeah, be interesting. You finally get a look at him. Yeah, we'll see how that plays into the lore. Um, lots of lots of bands in that trailer. Lots of theories already about the bands going around. So. If you remember, at the end of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, they had the bands on his arm, and it was like, it, mm. do you remember Wong came in and it was like, oh, these bands are sending out a signal. Yeah, I, I, know yeah. you didn't, I know you didn't watch uh, Ms. Marvel, but there was a lot of bands in that as well. So a lot of people are starting to think, oh, maybe bands are the thing connecting all of this universe together Little right now. circular links of bands. Well, the, the, the rumor mill is, uh, is at the moment, if I may. If I may, wild conjecture over here. Yeah, yeah well, you know you love it. Is that these are all parts because Kane the Conqueror famously he isn't actually doesn't actually have any powers. It's all future technologies. He's invented time travel, goes to the future, and gets these amazing technologies. That's mm. how he defeats everyone. These bits of tech that are out in the world. The rumor is that they're all maybe part of Kang's multiversal chair that he can you know span through time in, and he just needs to get them back to refix it and become the power he once was. Thoughts? Kind of wish it wasn't a chair. <laughs> Doesn't really yeah, have it's the a, same. It's a little bit lame. Ring to the infinity. It's a little bit lame. Gauntlet. Yeah. The inf- wait till you see the it. multi-dimensional wheelchair. <laughs> it just doesn't hit the same. He's like Professor Xavier. <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't hit the same. Anyway, it floats. No, it's got like technology and stuff. But it's look, it sounds cool. Uh, I, I think it's a cool. I think it's a cool theory. I just like the actors in this movie. Yeah, better. same. That's yeah, pretty same. much it. You got Michael see, Douglas. Like, we see cool. a lot of a lot of really beaten up Scott Lang. So I wonder if this could be the end of Ant Man. You know, he could get squashed. Well, I but, mean, he could die in it and then come back the same way Russell Crowe did at the end of <laughs> of them. Yeah, who knows what's going on with that? <laughs> but, but I have a question because you, you mentioned Please. the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Uh, Am I confused? I thought Gamora wasn't dead. I thought we brought her back, like a different version of her. She's gone. She left at the end of Endgame, though. So, at the so end because of, she's not in love with him. This version of her doesn't. She's just trying to find herself in this universe, I believe. Yeah. So at the end of Endgame, of yeah, they were they had the screen up and they were looking to see who'd survived or who was still there. And yeah. she wasn't there, as in she'd gone. Mm. She'd left planet. So it's interesting because it's like that's a good little like hypothetical Descartesian question, like. If you didn't experience all the stuff with someone that was yeah. like super influential, would yeah. you even be attracted to them? Great question. Sounds like the Great Marvel's question. answer to that is no. Would we still be as lovingly together as we are if we hadn't if, experienced if not all for, of... If not for the first night we met. Exactly. <laughs> if not for Mike Gurton, the one and only. Uh, Great question. And I actually really like the look of this. It's another... We're actually going to be talking about a special for our main topic. But I really like the look of this. It looks a lot of fun. Uh, Drax back to being Drax. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it should be good. Should yeah. Be good. Um, did you see that Amazon released its first images of the Fallout series? Ooh, I believe I did. And it, it was just it was just one very... Nothing much. Yes. Just like the simple like opening that you get out of most of the Fallout games where you're leaving the vault. Yeah, really iconic vault opening scene. Right? What I would say is, I didn't know much about this. Then I dig, dug into it and I was kind of like, well, I wonder what the tone will be. Is it a movie or is it a TV show? I think it's a show. Okay. I mean, that um, makes more sense because they're yeah. big RPGs, right? Yeah. I, I was like, I wonder what the tone will be because Fallout is such an interesting, it has such an interesting tone. Yeah. Like it can Premise be dark. Well. It can mm. be like kind of comedy. It's like set in the 50s. So it it's does like have this weird, weird moments. Yeah. It's just like these weird tonal mix. It's like very unique. And I'm like, how do you, how do you make that hit with uh, 
TV. It's like, well, with a general audience. Yeah. yeah. Generally well, that too. Like, how do you make like all those things hit across like all the different things it does really well in a like cohesive story uh-huh. that also has to have drama in it, I assume. Yeah. I mean, Given the setting, yeah. like it's not a really laughable setting if you're doing, making mm. a drama. But you can, you can put humor in anything, right? Like, yeah. But the humor that they make, it's almost like belittle. It almost like is tonally different than the setting. You're sure. In. Well, you know, it's like, like how could you, I do too. If they, but I'm just wondering how they're going to do it. Then I looked up who was doing it. Do you know who's doing it? No. It's uh, Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan, the people that built, that did Westworld. There you go. So it will be interesting. There you go. They're very used to post-apocalyptic futures. They are, but they're not very funny. Oh, I think Westworld has its moments. Few. Yeah, few and far between. It's interesting. I wonder if they'd have, I mean, they would be the showrunners, right? The, yeah, the no, I, so I'm, I'm not assume... against it. I'm just like no, intrigued. I'm, it's great. I mean, obviously he helped write a lot of Kevin Nolan. Uh, Kevin Nolan? That's a really bad football player. Um, uh, a lot of Christopher's movies, right? So Yeah. Well, anyway, count me. You know, I'm slowly but surely Count being con- convinced by Amazon to keep my prime, even though I don't yeah. buy it. When does that come out? Do you know? Is there any word? Uh, no idea. All right. From one thing you really liked to one thing I used to love, 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 and have fallen right off. Now, how much we've talked, I think we've talked about this vaguely before, but like, how much do you know about Doctor Who? Matt Smith was in it. He was in it. Great call. Now, that's a, a really good call out because that is the point of which I fell off the show. So my dad used to love that show, even all the way back in the old, in the old, old ones before it got cancelled and came mm-hmm. back. And the first couple of actors who were in it, you would know all of because they've all been in Marvel properties now. So Christopher Eccleston mm-hmm. was obviously in Thor The Dark World. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Tennant, who was the second new Doctor, was in, well, everything, broad jokes, but all the way through in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He was in the Jessica Jones series, which I don't think you've seen, but he was no. a real standout in that. Great hair. And then obviously Matt Smith uh, was the third. And since then, they've had a couple. And what happened is effectively, from my perspective, it got a bigger budget and Mm. it just didn't quite work. Because if if you know anything about Doctor Who, it's more about the characters and the story building. And it's not about big effects. And it never was. And a lot of it's been progressively getting more. Anyway, long story short, we finally got some diversity of casting with the last Doctor, who was Jodie Whittaker, the first lady Doctor. I didn't know they allowed doctors to be ladies. No, I'm kidding. Uh, the first lady Rude. doctor. Yeah. Uh, post-misogynistic humor, that would be called. And um, yeah, so she is now leaving the show. What is happening, though, is David Tennant is coming back for a minute, which is very, it's completely unheard of in this. And apparently he's going to be a flash in the pan thing to reintroduce the next next doctor who we're getting a little bit more diversity of casting. It's going to be a black man. Can't wow. wait. I love that they're actually trying new things and they're not just being the BBC. What? Is he just a doctor? Is this like house? All right. So let me explain the premise yeah, of Doctor Who to you. Maybe I should have started that. No, but I'm just curious. Like, I, you'd have no. talked about it a bunch. I never asked, but no. The premise See, of Doctor Seeing Who as you're is... going to keep talking about it, I should probably know. Well, probably not. I probably won't watch it. So <laughs> I'll probably watch the, the this one where they regenerate. The premise of Doctor Who is he is an alien, right? He, she, this being is an alien did not right? think that was coming. who stole an interdimensional uh teleportation device mm-hmm. from his world and effectively always ends up back on earth because he really likes earth um and he every time he dies in quotation marks he regenerates as a different person so just a, just a way to get around recasting effectively mm-hmm. which is actually incredibly clever for the time in like the 60s when it was brought out it's evolved over the years and he's you know he's had lots of different forms lots of different people have been the role and it's had so many cool stories. When I used to watch it back when Tennant was there originally, who's actually one of my favorite actors, I really like David Tennant. Uh, when he was back in it originally, 
it was the perfect level of low budget, but just such good storytelling. Mm. Um, a lot of like very good British actors were in it. Not necessarily like hugely famous ones, but just really good actors. It got to a point within the Matt Smith era when got that little bit more budget. It started getting a few more sort of high profile celebrity names. And it, a little bit like uh, a little bit like we were talking about the Boba Fett series, just throwing people in for the sake of it. Yeah. And it just lost its flavor. The flavor of what yeah. Doctor Who was about. It's a shame. Hopefully they bring it back. Because I, I mean, like, apparently, you know, the most recent one was a really good Doctor, but just bad writing. That's Same tough. Again. Real hard. Can't she be had bad a, writing. She had a hard old time. Yeah, can't be bad writing. Well, DL, do you want to talk about the big scoop this week? The juiciest uh, of DC news is... Uh, yeah, so James Gunn has been announced, and there's been a lot of disruption wow. in the DCU, but as the basically the Kevin Feige of DCU... Well, let's let's frame this. So over the last year or so, the Warner, Warner Brothers has been bought by Discovery. They've had a new CEO. Everything has changed. They're cutting costs, shall we say. Batgirl got made and then canned somehow. Part of me like, wonders, though, is that cutting costs or is that just saying, Cost fuck cutting. it, we're changing? Well, apparently it was a, a tax write-off. So apparently if they like can it and no one ever sees it, it yeah, becomes yeah, a tax we, writer yeah yeah we talked about that I yeah think, on we the did pod. I, I was more so thinking like it was probably a combination of both they just knew this wasn't going to fit into maybe the future well maybe now we yeah. know why yeah exactly so this is going to be james gunn who we all know from guardians of the galaxy he's done a bunch of cool stuff he did peacemaker in the dc university suicide squad he's awesome but also he has been joined by peter safran who I have no idea who it was until this exact moment, but he's uh, a regular DC contributor, mostly in a producing role. So mm. not unlike Kevin Feige, he's had a lot of time working with the universe, understanding what's right, what's wrong. True. This also, well, I mean, let's, before we move on, let's let's ask the question though. Do you think this is going to be a good thing? Yeah, for sure. It can't be a bad Going to be goofy. It cannot be a bad thing. Although, has James Gunn done any like proper drama? He's done a lot of like, horror. Because it's like this universe is, you know, more... Dramatic. Yeah. Ah! It is by the characters. It it's is. By the nature. It is. Yeah. And I think we talked about this last week a little bit. Plug for our episode on Black Adam. What are humans doing in this universe? <laughs> There's almost no need for them. Everyone's so powerful. Ask Peacemaker, man. That's true. He must have some sort of superpower. Surely. Nice. He's great. He's got that helmet, bro. But, 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 but. This came right off the back of our main man and favorite of the show, Henry Cavill announcing on social media that he is returning as Superman, baby. Not that, just yeah. not just in the Black Adam movie, like, but obviously. for the long term. Like, if he's going to do... Which, by the way, was he that ever in doubt? Like, he would do it again? I don't think so. Um, well, Warner Brothers didn't want No, him. but, like, he would obviously be down. Yeah. The, uh, he's down for everything. We've talked about this. Yeah. The interesting part is, like, of course, dude, if you're going to be in the Black Adam's thing, you're not going to not be in the field. Absolutely. Like, well, uh, he, he does say in his little announcement that you know, he didn't want to come out immediately because he didn't want to ruin the end of the film for people. And that makes a lot. That's a yeah, nice, nice thing. Nice no one wants spoiler. Come well, on, man. It's good of him. Good that's of him to do that. Well, DL, that's all of the news ever. There's no more news. Yeah, there was one, but we <laughs> don't want to close out on it. So I'll leave it for next time. All right, let's do that. Well, if you guys have anything, let us know. Hit us up at Podcast Assemble on Instagram or the Podcast Assemble at gmail.com. We love it when you send us stuff. Tag us in, send it to us. We'll call you out on the show. Just like we did with friends of the show, Toby, Bertie, and Luke this week. Let's talk main topic. Main topic theme. I'm very singy today, aren't I? Who knew? You do love it. I'm bringing the main topic theme back. It's back, baby. God forbid. <laughs> DL, do you want to preface the main topic? 
Look, I want to, but I also like had no idea what this was until you told me to do it. So I'll do my best. Okay. <laughs> but there's a, it seems to be a uh, Halloween special release yes. in the Marvel Universe called uh, Werewolf, Werewolf by, by Midnight? Werewolf by Night. Correct. Werewolf by Night. That's what I watched. Um, <laughs> I know what you watched. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's and it's basically, it seems to be set in the MCU. I don't know if it... Like, it is. Well, I don't know, because I don't is. have any of the context, right? But, like, just watching it, it seems to be set in the MCU. It seems to be building some of the lore towards some of the spooky elements we've seen previously. Yeah, very much. And it is kind of just like this little hour-long Halloween special story. So, but before I get into the plot, uh, maybe we should do our dumb summaries. Dumb summaries. Do you yeah. want to go first? Uh, mine's all right. Yeah, I guess I can. Lore building disguised as a Halloween genre piece. Huh. I like that. That's all right. It's accurate. Mine is going to continue my theme of the show thus far. Okay. I didn't mean that by any w- stretch okay. of imagination. See, see if you catch on before I get to the main bit. So, something evil's lurking in the dark, under the moonlight. You see a sight that almost stops your heart. It was werewolf. <laughs> werewolf by night. Jeez, terrible, right? It's a singer. <laughs> I know. Where on. is this coming from? Where is this coming from? <laughs> Jesus. But that's the that literally, man. Like. That was the best I could come up with for this. Uh, it was. Uh, it was Sean Job. It was beautiful. Do you want to? Do you want to guess me the IMDb score for this? Seven three. It is exactly seven. No, three. it's not. I it thought is. it was seven five. At time of recording, it's uh, exactly seven three. That's uh, awesome. Uh, go for the Rotten Tomatoes for me. That I saw, and it's like high. It's like ninety one. It is ninety one, which, which is is interesting. For crazy sure. high, but yeah. like I mean, I'm I'm not feeling that far off that and finally then the metacritic score do you know what the metacritic score was no but seven sixty-eight. if you'd have gone in the middle it's it's the golden hour it's 69 ah damn that's close though you were very you, you did all this week bloody yeah. hell i'm very surprised well done you so this is director michael giacchino i'm pretty sure i said that wrong Up. but such is life ratatouille best, yeah yeah best known for a lot of things uh especially as academy award-winning composing for the mcu such as dr strange movie and he did the spider-man trilogy he's involved in rogue he's one in as well a lot of stuff and his producing credits are vast yeah. Vast, vast, vast. So this is a pretty cool cast, and I'm not going to lie, I didn't know a huge amount of them. They, aren't, they weren't massively on my radar. So uh, Gail Garcia Banal was uh, Jack, Jack Russell. We won't talk too much about him just yet. We had Laura Donnelly, Elsa Bloodstone. There was a lot of cool people in this. Um, and like I say, not many that I really knew. Um, my favorite probably was Carrie Jones, who was Ted or Man-Thing. Mm. who, you know, he's predominantly got a lot of makeup credits from the likes of Boba Fett and the Predators movie. So he's been around. This is a good cast. This is good. I really like the cast. Um, Let's talk then. Talk to me. High-level plot. Look, the high-level plot, it, we follow... We're just thrown into this, right? Yeah. And if you're a Marvel person, you're like, what's going on? But Why uh, is this black and white? Yeah, why we're thrown into this black and white affair. But they kind of do that at the very uh, beginning when they're doing the Marvel logo. Yeah, like they, the they prep you. comes across it. I love that. They prep you. Um, yeah, it's like this is definitely something different. It's black and white. The music kind of changes. Um, but it follows an elaborate monster hunting competition. Yeah. Full of like pageantry between fellow monster hunters that is post-mortem hosted by... <laughs> the king of monster hunters, apparently, um, who's now dead, and his widow, uh, with one special guest, the monster hunter kings, the dead monster hunter kings, his strange mm-hmm. daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, this competition that I mentioned uh, is whoever can kill a monster that is released on these spooky grounds first 
spooky grounds. Yeah, he or she who slays that monster gets a sacred family heirloom, the bloodstone. bloodstone which whatever which that we don't know what it does is, but not very well um, explained. Not really, no. But I don't think it wanted to. I just wanted to yeah. introduce it, and also, I guess, introduce the fact that monster hunters exist. Maybe before yeah, look, Blade. Yeah, and, we'll we'll talk about that. Yeah. I, I did. I did um, really like this. So the Ulysses Bloodstone character, who is effectively a corpse in this, he's the reason they're all there. So Ulysses Bloodstone, big big character from the comics, goes back many years, elongated lifespan because of the Bloodstone. Uh, big monster hunter. He's dead, baby. He's done. Like he's, even like he even has said. like a Westworld V1 animatronics kinda, intro. Kind of does. Yeah. yeah it, was, it almost looks like one of those like rides on the Disney yeah, where you just chuck in like a dime and he comes yeah. forward and like tells you your future or whatever. Yeah. It was great. It I was really a monster like this. Mash. Was a mon- But yeah, this is like a love letter to classic horror from like the 40s and 50s. It this is. This is amazing. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, like I say, he died and they're all trying to get... His, so all these hunters are gathered to try and win this amulet that we don't really know what it does, but it's clearly sought after. Yeah, everything's though is not quite as it seems. <laughs> Don't know why I'm doing this today. <laughs> it is it is Halloween though. We've got to got to get in the spirit yeah. somehow. Um, yeah. Look, I love how it sort of went out of its way to be completely opposed to the MCU's tones and themes, while not necessarily losing them all in the fray. Yeah, I mean, like it's very different. It is so. There's different. nothing wrong with that at all, but it's very different. But, like, but what, I, what's I didn't great feel about very it? MCU is no. But what's great about it is it's introducing us to a side of the Marvel comics specifically that has bloody years of history vampires monsters all of the above they've been there for years man look at bloody blade yeah i wonder if he was at one point supposed to make an appearance in this and he maybe i don't didn't. i don't think so i think they probably made this to be its own thing very separate to, to set like they're setting all these subtle cues that like these like witches exist and monsters yep. and yep, the yep, underworld yep. and like they're definitely going for this like kind of new spooky style lore that's gonna drive yeah. part of the story so well Interesting, interesting you say that. It's, they have been introducing some of those types of characters that go hand in hand with this. I mentioned Blade. Mm. Moon Knight, big in the monster field. Big deal. Always fights Dracula. Uh, mm. You've probably seen the meme where he's like, <laughs> you fucking nerd, give him my money. <laughs> like one of my favorite memes. But yeah, like I find it super interesting that immediately you're introduced to a, a monster in this in the form yeah. of man thing. Did you know what that was? I, I know from the comics. Okay. But yeah, he's effective. I mean, like, they've all got... DC's got their own version. Swamp thing. They've all, I mean, they're, very, they're all very similar. Do we just want to skip spoil, spoiling on spoilers and just talk about this movie in general? I'm fine with that. I'm so down. I really... I liked it so much, like, I'm too excited to not talk. I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the performances while we do it then. So what happens is they all gather at the house, this big spooky old mansion, including uh, Ulysses Bloodstone's Stone's daughter, Elsa who apparently rebelled against the family and went her own way. She didn't want to do things the way the family did. We don't know what that means. Maybe don't know what that means. Even at the end, we don't really 100% know what that means. However, she is kind of an outcast, but she's still allowed to be in the competition to try and win said Bloodstone. Again, not really sure why, but... No, but they are uh, allowed... All these hunters are sent out into a maze to try and fight said monster. And we find out very quickly that uh, the main character, uh, Jack Russell, which, by the way, I love. It's obviously a dog. Yes. Um, is mates with the monster they're trying to kill. It's yes, great. It's yes. fabulous. I think that things, brings us nicely into performances. I don't know if you want to uh, talk a little bit about... Yeah, we had uh, a couple different characters in the Monster Hunting crew. Um, you know, Kirk 
R. Thatcher as Jovin, who was kind of this like Viking style the Scott guy. Yeah, yeah he was like, great. He was pretty good. Um, he was cool. There was a uh, Leonardo Nam, who was kind of this brooding. Yeah, brooding and like just kind of had this cool like crossbow thing on his arm. Yeah, didn't last very long, no. but he was pretty cool. And then you know you had a bunch of other kind of minor characters, but the real like stars of the show are Gael Garcia Bernal, who you talked about, Gael. and uh, Laura Donnelly, who plays Elsa oh, Bloodstone. I thought they were great. As well as, I guess, uh, Harriet Sanson Harris, who was his kind of creepy widow. The Ulysses mom. Creepy, yeah. creepy widow that was putting on the whole thing She for was him. real creepy as well. Yeah, she was, she was like, like blood-curdling. Yeah, she was like classic horror. Hamming the shit out 40s, of it. Yeah, yeah like she really was loving the part as well. She was great. What do you think about the black and white? Yeah, I really like. I genuinely really liked it. I thought it was different. It lent into a lot of the tropes, and we probably talk about them more when we get to like the cinematography and world building. But it made it feel like an old timey movie in more ways than just you know it's black and white. Like you've got like you know like some of the I'm gonna say CGI in quotation marks. Some of the graphics were a bit you know like shonky. Like for example, they had the the cigarette burn mark in the top corner of the screen every I think it was every half or, or every twenty see. minutes. Yeah. Well, that used to represent when they would change the literally change the, yeah. the reel of film in the cinema, and they would just pop in it. And I was like, I noticed it the first time. I was like. That's a lovely touch because it's such a homage, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair. Like, I didn't notice that, but I don't mind the black and white either. You, did you like it? In a less sophisticated way. Look, I liked it for like what it was, sure. which was like, I came in with no expectations. It's, you know, it's Marvel. It's, it's yeah, I'm not criticizing it by any means. Like, I liked it. Sure. It was very short. 90% of Rotten Tomatoes? 91. Seems a bit high. I don't know. I, I genuinely really like it's, it. It's like nice, but it's like, is it really pushing the boundaries or doing anything new? No, it's kind of just an homage to yeah. an era of old. Well, talking of performances before we, we, we get into to those those areas, yeah. I think one thing I would like to say is that I felt it was only it was under an hour, right? It was a very short, I wouldn't even call it a movie really. It was like no. a short like episode. Like a short, yeah. I didn't feel we had a lot of time to get to know the other hunters. Now, don't get me wrong, you didn't really need to. But like when it got to the end and like they were obviously all just going to get wiped out by the werewolf. It was kind of like, why do I care? It was like, why yeah. do I care? Like I've, I don't have any connections. I don't know anything about them. So I was just like, yeah, all right, wh- whatever. Yeah. It would have been nice to have an extra, you know, 10 minutes. Yeah, no, I agree. Get to know a bit more about them. So like I, I, think, I think in terms fair. of performances, it was hard to get anything from some of those other characters. They were so quick. They were like flashes in the But that's fan. it. Well, talking of pacing, I mean, that kind of leans nicely into it. Did you feel like it felt really short? Yeah, I mean, it didn't feel like really short, but it felt short. Yeah, okay. It felt it felt pre- like it wasn't like oh As man, post the last week episode. Yeah, felt- like I guess like I'm I'm reticent to be like oh I want it to be longer in this era of super long things. Like For sure. To be honest, I was I I was fine with the length. pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I was fine yeah. with the length. I felt like it could have maybe had a little bit more character building for some of the, but the main characters, you know, the the, the ones you mentioned, your Jack Russells, your Elsa Bloodstones, your your Verusas, were all. Quite nice. I mean, they were kind of not necessarily cliches, but they weren't not devoid of tropes, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, this is a tropey thing. Though. Yeah, absolutely. Like this, it's a genre movie in a in a love like, love letter. Kind yeah, of way. yeah, it's a genre movie that reminds me of like a Disney Channel original. Yeah, I, like okay. you know what I mean. Like that's yeah, what yeah. that reminded me. And that's not a bad thing. It's just like you know my fi- like, and I I enjoyed it. But my favorite parts of the Marvel stuff is like you know more than that. Okay. Yeah. I think the thing, all right, well, before we, yeah, before we deep dive into pacing a bit more, the reason I really like this, I think, is because 
the thing we've been screaming for and we have said so many times is marvel give us something different i'm sick of seeing the same cgi nonsense all the same crap the ending being a big blur of stuff that i can't really see go and listen to our episode on shang chi totally get it and this was a bit of a breath of fresh air yeah but like it's like why do they only do this on the marginal properties no idea that's my point like it's it's almost like a little science experiment for them it's like and I'm like, well, if you're capable of this, like, do something yeah. midway between this and that for the next major release. Like, don't. Do you, think, do you think they had to ease us into it a little bit with the monster stuff? Maybe that's that is a fair point. I think that's probably. Yeah. I mean, like, you imagine Man Thing just rocks up in something, you'd be like, what the fuck? Is yeah, that? it's like way different than Groot, right? Like, it's he not that is. different. Yeah, but I get your, I get your point. Anyway, well, as the story progresses, we obviously, as I say, find out that Jack Russell. He's actually friends with Man-Thing, who is the monster they're all trying to kill. And he makes a bargain with Elsa to, you know, effectively spare the monster as long as she gets hold of the Bloodstone. Yes. Which is quite early on, I would say, probably like around... 25 minutes? Yeah, like halfway through, roughly. And like, I, I really like that twist, like the bit where you think the monster's going to grab him and take him. Yeah. And he's actually just giving him a hug. I wasn't expecting it. No, I, no, thought no, he was, I thought great. he was like version one of Dead Guy. I thought that he was like the first one to die. <laughs> same, 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 same. Uh, even though he'd already murdered someone. No, he, he murdered someone no, afterwards. He, he ran away, which was the hint. Like the hint was like he actually tried to get away for, instead of killing. Yeah, you're right. And there's, I there's, still felt for it. There are some nice little character building moments between the two of them. So when Jack and Elsa are stuck in that little crypt thing together, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't immediately try and kill her. Nope. But there are lots of like little subtle moments like Jack scratching his ear a lot makes him, you know. Kind of look wolfy. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, funny that, isn't it? Um, um, what do you think of like the cinematography and world building there? Oh, look, I think it was like the We've world. Talked a bit about it. The already. world building's more like less about like the MCU, yeah, and more about just like getting you into like what this is. Yeah, okay. Like it's like they're setting that that we're getting into tone, but like it's like they're they're setting the tone with the black and white, mm. with the music change, with even the whole build up. Yeah, right. How it's like this is like, it just feels like a short or a short film from a different mm. era. It's like here's the situation. It's like we're all on an island kind yeah. of thing you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. or like the oriental yeah. express like yeah, something yeah. like that it just felt like a, a story from that time which i really do like enjoy I, those i like that idea though yeah. yeah it's like a very contained story and so you kind of knew what you were getting at that point you're like this isn't gonna be this crazy affair like this is gonna be a more well thought out independent isolated thing absolutely yeah. and, and it sets you up from the very beginning from that you know that first slash on the screen like we talked about and then it all goes black and white but even from that there were like shocks of lightning across the marvel logo like like uh, referencing frankenstein for example and yeah. then you have all the heads of all the monsters that they've killed. i enjoyed it man the more i talk about it, i'm like i just didn't i had no idea that this is what it was going to be right, right so right. as i was watching it i think i was kind of like what this what is, is not happening? what i was expecting and now like thinking back i'm like yeah like if like for a little Halloween flick, yeah. like you know, with this, then Hocus Pocus, and then whatever else you're gonna watch, like it's not a bad, it's not a bad show. We expecting it to like, like scratch record scratch and be like, come to the real world <laughs> at some point. Like I didn't, I didn't, I kind of realized what it was pretty early on. That's I good. That's kind of because I think it, it's very, very like straight up with you, like right at the beginning, it's yeah, like black it and white, and yeah. yeah. Let's let's talk a bit about the MacGuffin then, the Bloodstone. They're all after this bloodstone. Love a MacGuffin. We don't know a heck of a lot about it, do we? Like, we know it gave old mate Ulysses uh, a longer lifespan. Didn't make him protection. look too hot, though. No, it did not. He's uh, not Hectic. looking good, yeah. He was a little bit uh, plasticky these yeah. days. Not in the Kim Kardashian way. No. It's it's an interesting concept. It's different to the things we've already seen in the... Like, so, for example, all the other types of, you know, powerful stones we've seen in the MCU. If you touch them, you effectively explode. So, it's a different type of power and very monster-specific. Got it. I wonder if that's going to evolve as we go through this story. Oh, I'm sure it will. 
I'm sure it's the it's the old MCU. Uh, what's it called? MacGuffin. Now, yeah. classic MacGuffin. They love MacGuffin, don't yeah, they? There's a, something stone, something hand, yeah, exactly. something gauntlet. Yeah. Well, this is a great time to then say they effectively they get to the point where they're about to break out. So, uh, as we mentioned, Elsa and Jack Russell, they decide to work together. They're going to break Man Thing out. They have this weird explosive thing. They blow the side off the wall. But as they're about to escape, Jack goes to touch the bloodstone, and we find out that if someone with monster abilities touches a bloodstone he it basically flies away yeah it basically <laughs> exp- like explodes you away from it but it's like what like my question was like why was he even doing that he was just gonna give it to elsa seems like he was running towards it no he just went to was pick he... it up well they were running out weren't they like they weren't I, gonna I stick around felt, i was like like you are you trying to swoop it or what i don't feel like they were gonna little stick swoopy, around swoopy little swoopy swoopy um, well anyway so he explodes out let's talk a bit about the action then from there because this is where the action really starts to kick off there's little fight scenes before that but yeah we find Jack Russell's imprisoned and he's in a cage with Elsa. This is when we find out the real secret. Yes, which is he's a werewolf. <laughs> kind secret of in the title. Because it's in the title. A little bit in the title. And, then, and the fact his name is a dog. So, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> Subtle. Yeah, they use the bloodstone on him effectively to turn, which is another of its weird, quirky abilities. Apparently. He can control their abilities. Yeah. Com- he transforms into the werewolf. And I really liked the stage makeup on him. Like it was. It's not- very for Like it's very old school. Yeah, it was. Pretty much entirely makeup as well, so it wasn't like much CGI with him, which I really like. I mean, in terms of the action itself, if it was black and white, if it wasn't black and white, would you like it? Would it? What would it look like? I think it would look bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't think think it's meant to be like that though. It's yeah, but in the the future, if he shows up as a character, oh right, I see. Will he look like that? Well, Man Thing was done very well. Yes, you saw. I mean, the CGI for that was flawless. Yes, but you couldn't see again black and white. Hard to tell, but I agree. At the end, at the end, when he goes, do you get him a bit of color? Oh, you do get a yeah. You're right. It was pretty cool. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, But so it turns the action then. So then he basically transforms and he's like jumping around very also almost like he's he is on wires clearly like jumping around. But I love the way they did it. It was so jonky. Yeah, it was jonky but fun. Yeah, it wasn't too long of a fight either. No, it wasn't. That was delightful. (laughs) Which I'll take. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You know, these days with Marvel, I'll take. Absolutely. I think the thing I liked most about it, and I'd love to know yours, is the fact that he kind of forces himself to remember Elsa. But Elsa uses a trick he told him earlier. So if you remember when effectively Elsa doesn't know who Man Thing is, he says to he says to Elsa. Greet him like an old friend and he'll be fine with you. Tell, say his name to him, mm-hmm. to demand thing, this weird, huge, green Ted. monster. <laughs> and he, she's like, Ted, that's a lovely name. And yeah. He, yeah, he, he, but she does the same thing to him when he turns into a werewolf. And I love that. It was like good writing, yeah. Good writing. It was nice. It was crisp. It was concise. Nothing special, nothing all that different, but very thought, Did it need like, to intended. Be, yeah. Yeah. And uh, look, I think that the, the whole character arc of jack is like an interesting one i hope we get more of him i think so too but where i like the werewolf archetype yeah yeah me too we don't get it we talked about this recently we don't get enough vampires werewolves in cinema right now (laughs) where have they gone well we had our fair bit with morbius but oh my god fuck! i forgot about morbius (laughs) Uh, shout out to our episode if you don't want to forget about morbius most bs never talk about morbius ever again i liked it effectively I, my favorite bit was as well though so apparently one of man things uh, uh superpowers is that he can like teleport around so just as werewolf by night goes on his rampage and there's blood going everywhere on the screen he avoids going for elsa which is nice and he just scarpers off into the house to kill everyone who isn't a hunter or everyone else <laughs> and um 
the the stepmom who name I've forgotten, Verusa, pops mm-hmm. back up and is about to shoot Elsa. Man thing just pops in and just blows her the hell ends up. Ends her. Yeah. Full ends her. Ends her. We talked about Black Adam being brutal last week. That was yeah. pretty brutal. What, to be, that's what I was going to say. Like, is this is like not normal for a, a Marvel. No. Like, there was blood. There was like a knife in a, in a throat at one point. We will like, talk about that shortly. Yeah. Talking about the CGI, we t- kind of touched on it with the uh, man thing. I thought it was great. I think there was a lot of CGI in there. You didn't think there was? No, not a huge amount. It's hard to tell with the black and white, but uh, I think man, he was the only one, really. Some, yeah. of the, some of the stuff with the blood diamond when it's like shooting... Oh, yeah, that's true. Lasers. I mean, every movie needs a laser. <laughs> it was her ticket out of there. Um, yeah, yeah. They, they did They did fall into that cliche a little bit of their their own making. You know, like the stone has to fire a laser. For sure. It has to be, you know, yeah. different to every other laser, but exactly the same. I thought it was interesting, at least. What do you think of the music? The music was good. The score was good. It was really good. I love very, your concise answer. No, but You're it was concise like, like the movie. It, 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 <laughs> I'm just embodying it. It was like, uh, it set the tone really well. Yeah. Like it was, you know, it was a period mood piece. Super eerie. Genre piece, I should say. Yeah. I thought it was real nice. Well, I mean, this is what he's famous for, right? So it was like, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't remember anything in particular other than like the, the, like the music in between the scenes where like people are sneaking about and I was like, it really put, it set the mood there. That That's the only thing that really stands out to me. I thought it were really deliberate at times. Like, so for example, they were in the maze and a song was playing and it was real eerie. Old mate Jack Russell turns, walks over and stops it. And stuff like that in movies mm. and TV shows, easily not thought about, but that changes the whole, your whole dynamic in that situation in terms mm. of where your mindset is. So like if you're them and there's this spooky music going on, turn the music off so you can hear what's going on around you. You know, <laughs> like it's, it's smart. It's something you would bloody do, especially if you've been caught by a monster. Christ. Yes. So it's like, I, I like the little touches like that that show he's clearly got that sort Fair. of musical background. It was fun. Well then, I thought this was a delight. Yeah, it was I good. don't think there's a huge amount to really dive into it. Not really than... to analyze, unless we were going to compare it to other Hollywood, or sorry, Halloween style yeah, do things, it. but I don't know many. It's not like a slasher or a thriller, No, really. no, it's more like the stuff that would be on like Nickelodeon or Disney Channel or like when you were growing up. I'd say so. Or like, yeah, those kind of kids Halloween specials that are like kind of scary, but not really. Yeah, it's a bit goosebumpsy, isn't it? Yeah. A little bit like that. I, I kind of like that, and it was just different. It's, yeah, it's an homage for it sure. It made me right? very happy. All right, then, do you want to talk a little bit about tones of themes? Uh, don't judge a book by its cover. I literally have that as my first one. I don't think there's anything else I can <laughs> what think What else of, can you maybe? say? I had um, the humans are the real monsters. Yeah. It's a real solid theme running through most of Marvel. Yeah. Other than that, it's, it, it was a, not one-dimensional, that's harsh to say. No, I think it was sim- more just... about building that sort of universe, side yeah. of the universe. And it's just, it's just a simple story. Yeah, it was nice. I liked it. All right, then. What we usually do, then, is we like to give you three best and three worst, which is... Generally, non-spoilery, but it doesn't really matter at this point. So we talk about three reasons why you might want to watch this thing and three reasons why you might not. Yeah, and I would say, do you want to start, Tommy? Because I always start. Oh, okay, all right. Well, you all first. right, all right. So I, my best, we'll start with best. My best were the world and the world building. I thought it was really fun, really different. The black and white got me, even though it did turn to color at the very end when mm. they, when they of course won and Elsa got the bloodstone. We didn't talk about how it ended. They effectively teleport out jack yeah. russell and man thing and i really like that little bit at the end where they're going do you want to get sushi let's get sushi it kind of felt like a an homage to like the first avengers movie you know when they're like yeah let's get a burger do you guys know where chwama is let's go get chwama <laughs> yeah yeah there's a there's a place around the corner felt a lot like that i liked the the sort of the almost using of the tropes 
and subverting them at the same time. I really thought that was done well. So whoever did this clearly knew the source, or at least what it was written from incredibly well. And it's just a different direction for the MCU, like I talked about. I'm sick of everything being a big CGI battle. No, I agree. Uh, Everything you said, I'm I'm on on par with. I think the main character... Main character was really big for me. I liked. I just liked his whole like. I think he's a good actor. Interesting. Um, he's my first of worst. Really, you didn't yeah, like him, no. Jack Russell? Didn't didn't get behind it. I liked him. Um, the tone and everything, you know, for like the score, all of that uh, together is one. It was just like a very poignant, like yeah. targeted and uh, intentional affair. And then I'd say the fact that it was just like independent. Yeah, like, very. It was its own thing. Yeah. yeah, it felt like an independent move, didn't it? Uh, worse than I, I have Gale, like, and I mean, don't get me wrong, like, I, I'm really nitpicking here, like, I, like, I didn't find a lot that I didn't like about it, I just didn't vibe with him at all times, I thought Elsa was a much better character, she had more screen time, she was better written, I thought he, mm. some of his human dialogue, human dialogue, he was human most of the time, some of his dialogue was less well thought out, his mannerisms, like I mentioned the scratching of the ear and stuff, I thought were incredible character moments that were really well done by him, Yeah, but I just didn't get behind him as that cat, and it wasn't a fan. I think, you know, he's like, uh, he. I liked him, I liked him as a confused, kind of like gentle, you know, thing that be- could, could become this crazy yeah, okay. beast. I thought Elsa was actually like kind of a fish out of water in this setting. She I like that. She was like, well, not like just in the, I just meant like she almost felt like a typical MCU character in a non-typical MCU thing. Interesting. Like she was just subjugated to like, I'm the one that's going to be a part of the lore in the future. So I have to kind of still feel like the MCU. Interesting. I, that, so I was, that, she's honestly, I'm not my worst, but just how she was, she just felt out of place. Very good points. Um, and you know, you've actually turned me around on, on Garcia there. I feel like, oh, so Gail there. I feel he did have a lot of good character moments too. And I maybe just overlooked him because, you know, she was such a big presence. Yeah. Uh, my other ones were, and they're kind of tied a little bit. I feel like, ah, you know, it would have been interesting to see more of how they got there. Like, they just kind of appeared. And I know that's like <laughs> the, the genre, right? No, but, but like, I, I, just, I agree. I, you, I mean, it's here. like, it's kind of like, what do we want? Do we want to know that? Or do we want it to be this, like, isolated thing? It's like, and, and, I get, and I get why. Like, you show any of, what's his name, Jack Russell's backstory, you immediately know he's friends with Man-Thing. Like, yeah. he's clearly come to save him. So it's like, yeah, I get it, but would like to have known more. And that leads into my third one, which is what I was saying before about not seeing enough about the Hunters. Like, well, why do I care when they die at the end? You know, like, I, we didn't even see an action scene with some of them. No, that's fair. You know, um, I I said yeah, like I said, the the main actress. I was like, I thought she's a bit fish out of water. Yeah, uh, I thought sometimes it's a bit tacky, but I guess that's the point. Yeah. It's a nitpick, it's and fun. I kind of agreed with you. It was like it was sometimes it just felt like some of these people were just nameless. Yeah, like, there's like this one yeah. creepy looking lady which didn't speak at all. Yeah, would have liked her. Yeah, I would have liked her to, I, yeah, liked her to say something. You know, but same with the black guy. I don't feel like he was. At all, that's what I was saying a minute ago. I don't feel like he was at all like involved in yeah. the movie until the very end when he all of a sudden died. For sure. Great, great points there. Look, now what we do is we like to rate our movies, but we don't rate our movies, you know, five three, werewolves out of six werewolves. Three full moons or a half moon. Exactly. We don't do full moon, half moon. We just say, is this better or worse than the most average movie that we have seen and could think of, which is Aquaman 2018. DL, tell me why you think this is better than Aquaman 2018. It's way different. Yeah. So yeah, it's better for sure. I would say so. I mean, but it's like it's like comparing like you know a fast food restaurant. That's the to point. Like, uh, like really, really quirky, qu- weird, yeah, hipster. quirky like hipster or like I don't know, wings and tins. Yeah. Okay. They're different things. Good spot. Yeah. Everyone in Sydney, go check out wings and tins. Yeah. I liked it too. I thought yeah, it was very better. different. It was very 
very memorable. This is something I would go back and watch. Yeah. As in, like, I like, could probably see myself watching this most next Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a very Halloween Put movie. it in the Roto. It's fun as well. Like, Put it in the Roto. I don't have many good Halloween movies that I have in rotation. What's your go-to Halloween movie? Uh, Hocus Pocus was one because my sister liked it back in the day. Okay. Um, obviously, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Is that a Halloween movie? Uh, is it a Christmas movie? Is it a Halloween movie? Great question. Is Die Hard a Christmas we'll movie? Halloween on Christmas. <laughs> uh i think those are the big ones that i can think of to be fair i got a couple of closing questions for you then before we move on after knowing your favorite halloween movies so firstly do you think this moves the overall story of the mcu forward at all no Mm, marginally i initially said no. marginally like it's setting up like okay this exists somewhere but like yeah but it's like it's not even fully committing to that because it's in this weird quirky Look, I'm sure that it does. We've already had a Moon Knight. We know yeah. Blade's coming. We know Dane Whitman is coming. Maybe Whitman. if the, the Eternals ever comes back. Whitman. Whitman. No, I I Whip. I get it. Like it does, but not really. I think not really. But also yeah. at the same time, simultaneously opens up echelons of the the, the Marvel universe. Were there monsters the before? Not really in the so then that's in the what movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I didn't think it did. And then as soon as I saw it, I went, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, then. Uh, next question, then, is does this make you want to see more of the monster side of the MC universe? Yes, but, like, I kind of need the origin story. Yeah, I need a bit more. You know? And yeah. not via full narration. You know? Not Black Adam this shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> not Black Adam this shit. Just, I just want to know why, you know, like, why they... What's different from them from them from like aliens? Like, there's got to be some great. You know point. what I mean? Like, yeah. help me. Otherwise, at all, it's the next thing all the time. It's the next bad guy. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting point. I like that a lot. Um, just two more very quick questions. Then the first one is: uh, Do you um, do you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's cooking a. <laughs> A battle between <laughs> An Henry Cavill movie. and... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, actual last question then. Do you want to see more, like, in terms of the heroes team- teaming up from this universe? So I've mentioned a few of them that I've written down. So your Blades, your Moon Knights, your Dane Whitmans mm. in, like, uh, uh, Midnight Suns, like we're getting in terms of the game. So, like, you know, there's that whole magic side to it too. Your Doctor Strangers can fit into that too. Yeah, look, I think that they're obviously building something. That, so, so, like, it's too. like, they, I, I have to say yes if I want to see the rest of the stuff. Ghost Rider to me is a bit yeah, quirky. A bit yeah. Um, but, yeah, in general, I could, you know, they're taking it there. So, I got to see true. what they'll do. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think that's our overview of uh, this werewolf by night. Yeah, Tommy, do we have any correspondence this well, week? Well, before we get to that. Do you want a bit of trivia true or false, DL? Yes, 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 yes. Let's do it, my man. All right. First, trivia true or false. True or false, DL. Chris Hemsworth's wife plays all of the characters in this movie. False. <laughs> it's false. I just can't get over how, how much nepotism there was <laughs> really, in All Love and Thunder. It's just stuck in my head. You it's can't just, get over it. It's just going nowhere. I mean, they were all in Australia. They were stuck here. You know, you can understand why it happened. Uh, no, you can't. It's just Flying nepotism. all these people out. Anyway. All right. First, trivia true or false, then. DL. Among the many creative reasons for the use of black and white filter in the film, the main purpose was to obscure the blood and gore. Is that true or is that false? That seems true. It is true. And it it meant they managed to avoid a TVMA rating. So this is, you know, of course, for all audiences. But you feel like if there was that little bit of like red blood splatter in there, you might have been a bit like, oh, no. That's it. Because I did feel that. I was like, it doesn't look as bad because it's black and white, but it is gorier than they would It is do. gory. And there is that throat slit in there as well. They you definitely played well. it tight. Yeah. Yeah, tight, exactly. Tight. All right. Trivia Truffles DL. Tell me, in the comic books, Werewolf by Night, the titular hero of the, the film, and Man-Thing were members of the original Legion of Monsters. Is this true or is this false? False. 
It was actually true, and they had great sidekicks, DL. <laughs> Your favorite you just mentioned, uh, Ghost Rider, and also favorite of the show, Gerard Leto, Michael Morbius. Oh, He was goodness. also in the comic book. Final one then, before we wrap up, trivia true or false, DL. While this was the first on-screen appearance of Ted Salitz on Man-Thing, in the MCU specifically, he was previously mentioned within the wider universe. Is this true or is this false? He's, he has been true. He has. He's mentioned in dialogue in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. by Maria Hill, nevertheless, and other characters such as being... Uh, do you remember in Thor Ragnarok when you when it zoomed out and you saw all the faces that were carved onto the side of uh, the Grandmaster's building? And everyone was like, that's Beta Ray Bill, that's Hulk. Vaguely. Yeah, he was on that too. Okay. He has been mentioned. Okay. Anyway, ultimately, I thought this was a beautiful love letter to a bygone era of movies that you know i kind of miss i kind of liked it yeah uh it was quirky it was short it was easy and i really liked it i'm right there with you man i'm right there with you it was a, it was a good it was a good watch short give it a go recommend above give it aquaman a go give it a go before you watch aquaman absolutely we have just a couple of bits correspondence this week deal i've already used a couple of them so i'm just gonna quickly jump into the files do you want some correspondence yeah yeah i've got some as well let's hear it let's do it so I mentioned before, friend of the show, Bertie sent over the uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer. We did, however, have a bit of feedback from our last week's show on Black Adam. Friend of the show, Joe, he messaged in and said, you know what? On face value, he thought it was a lot of fun in terms of the movie Black Adam. Mm-hmm. No real complaints, but it was just too long. Thoughts? I think that's fair. I have more than I have more complaints than that it was too long. Yeah, but okay. I still think it was it's a fair and accurate description. It was too long. It was too long. It was now, too long. Friend of the show AT, he actually also sent us the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. Mm. And he just said, ah, they better not fuck up Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't I'm with you so. on that AT. I don't think why would they? Well, I mean, it's James Gunn again, so yeah. they shouldn't really. But uh, who was your, what was your correspondence deal? Uh, I had one from uh, Richie Staines. Uh, you know, hey, Richie. He, hey, Richie. Yeah, welcome, welcome to the pod. First time, first time caller, long time listener. Oh, apparently, yeah. yeah. Um, no, he he kind of agreed with our take around Black Adams. Like it was the first half of the movie was good. It was. It was like the first act was like really good. Second act fell apart. Third act was terrible. He's like. Second act was veering, and then the third act, he's like, yeah, this doesn't What about the exist. fourth and the fifth act? That's what I said. He's, like, like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's a fair, fair point. There, there, were, there were more acts than three but, acts. Uh, yeah, he definitely agreed. He, and he loved, he loved the fact that you know there was probably one good writer in the room and a bunch of people that influenced it to, to take a fall. DL um, can so. certainly make some good points very occasionally. Yes. <laughs> um, so I'll take that. So I'll take that. Thank you, friends of the show. We genuinely really appreciate it. DL, where can they find us? They can find us at Podcast Assemble on instagram or the podcast assemble at gmail.com we're taking a little break from the old social media at the moment but we are still there we you will still be go there you can soon see. enough and, and you know what i'm creating a new segment it's called uh things you should follow oh um and this week i gotta say tommy you sent me something from tales underscore of underscore reddit and it is great it's fantastic and it's a right? fantastic it's account very um funny. it's not really child i mean follow tales underscore if it's your thing, follow Tales underscore of underscore Reddits. If it's your thing, because it's a it's a really good follow. There you go. Tales, you want to wrap up the show? Of course I do, man. Um, and while you're following that, give us a follow or pass the pod on to a friend. Give us a couple uh, reviews, good or bad, like like Tommy's YouTube comment. Um, <laughs> yes, please. Every uh, week, I love YouTube them. comment reads. We will read the reviews and and thank you to friend of the show, Mr. Matthew Bliss of Blissery.fm for editing this episode. If My you man. are 
you know, a budding uh, podcaster or thinking of being, you know, another white guy doing a podcast <laughs> or really anyone. I don't want to be. You don't want to generalize. I don't want to generalize. But if you are a budding podcaster and or thinking of hiring a podcast engineer to edit your podcast, uh, definitely add him. Give him a give him a call. Let them know by email um, at the info at blissery.fm or visit blissery.fm for more information about Madness Podcast Services. You can also listen to this video game podcast that he's got, The Dead Drop, 10-minute episodes twice a week. Um, I actually could have used that last week when I was trying to understand what was going on with Silent Hill. So (laughs) thank you, Matt. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Dio. Until next time. Tally-ho! Woo!